Nomi, good to have you with us and uh, hoping that you'll leave us inspired, encouraged and with a game plan. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, Gugu. Great to speak to you again. Awesome. Always good talking to you. Uh, Nomi, this is quite an interesting one, right? Because it really does build up on previous conversations we've had before here on the show, which typically, be speaks, or typically speak to behavior uh, and what behavioral scientists say uh, that our environment uh, we're, we're often influences and has a, a, a key role and function in the inputs and impacts of our uh, decision-making process. Give us a little bit more clarity as to how this works. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's it's quite scary because we we often think our actions are driven by our preferences and things that we want, uh, but really, uh, you know, our brains are actually wired to make the easiest rather than the best decision, and you know, this is something we experience every day. If you want to drink more water, uh, you might do much better if you carry a water bottle um, or you have one at your desk. Um, you know, another common one might be, uh, you know, being really motivated to start a new gym plan. Uh, but when you wake up the next day, the conditions and the environment have changed. It's cold outside and your bed is warm. And suddenly it's much easier to convince yourself that you'll start another day. And there are actually numerous experiments conducted on this. And and what they repeatedly show is that as individuals, we'll often select whichever option is easier to execute, um, even if it impacts the kind of significant decisions. And, you know, what we're essentially doing is that we're taking the path of least resistance and that path is determined by the environment uh, as well as the set of choices that are available to us in that particular moment. Mm, definitely. And it almost seems as though our brains are wired that way, right? Uh, just to, to making it a little bit difficult to find opportunities to, you know, evaluate best decisions from the kind of uh, bad decisions um, that might be built on bad behavior or, or typical behavioral uh, impacts. Um, how would that typically work? Yes, and I think it's really um, challenging in the sense that it's, it's not only impacting, say, kind of what we might think are easy day-to-day decisions, but, you know, also some really important or critical decisions. Um, so if I think of just two examples of research that have been conducted on this, um, the one related to kind of whether people changed their chronic medication to uh, a cheaper generic alternative uh, or not. Um, and then another exercise evaluated whether individuals um, opted into being an organ donor or not. Now, these aren't trivial decisions. And in both of these cases, um, you know, what researchers found was that whichever option was easier to execute is the option that people, um, um, that, that was most popular. And so what this means is that we're, we're often choosing a default option. We're kind of going through our days or making really important decisions by just defaulting. And there's two challenges that are at play. The one is that, um, we, um, you know, there's friction in the system. And so there are uh, limitations and things that get in the way and we want to avoid those. And the second one has to do with the fuel. um, And that's really got to do with the level of motivation that we might have for a particular uh, particular action. Uh, And particularly where there's a kind of a time component at play, uh, we might be more motivation to do things um, or more motivated to do things that benefit us in the short term rather than the long term. And so I think really when it, when it comes to investing, um, we may have very good intentions, uh, but there'll be temptation um, in the form of spending that might impede us. 
And we need to understand the sort of limitations and barriers that we put in place and that exist in our environment that create friction from us being able to execute those decisions. Uh, but then also we need to make sure that we're giving ourselves enough um, fuel or motivation to actually take um, those long-term actions that we need to be taking and remain committed to to achieve things mm-hmm. over the long term. Got you. And that really uh, looks to keep one on track and, and, and taking those tough decisions, even though they, they might feel uncomfortable to make. But this also speaks to some temptations or, or distractions, right? Because sometimes you might think, well, I haven't been on holiday in three years, Nomi. Why should mm-hmm. I still keep my, up with my investments? And so help us understand how we can actually remove some of the limitations and resist the temptations that hold us back from our uh, investment and savings goals. Yeah, I think, you know, one way to make it easier for ourselves is to remove um, almost the biggest barrier, which is the decision not to spend. Um, And so you might add motivation in the form of a goal uh, that we really care about. Um, Now, obviously, not everyone needs a goal to motivate them. But, you know, there is some research that shows that, you know, those with specific goals um, save faster and more successfully than than ones who don't. Um, And then, you know, that speaks to the the fuel, the motivation, but kind of there's this important element around friction. So we want to default to different things. So to remove the friction, uh, I think it's really important to think about how you can automate good decisions. So design an environment um, that makes it easier for you to implement good decisions. So setting up a debit order so that you automate your investments, um, Mm -hmm. another practical step is to set up an escalation um, so that your investments are sort of uh, keeping up with, with inflation every year. Got you. Uh, I'm also keen to understand them. Um, um, you mentioned those tips and of course we will be implementing them, but what is the role and of course the function of a uh, independent financial advisor because uh, sometimes we tend to to you know forget that they play a very critical role in assisting us in reaching our long-term savings mm. goals. I think you know putting together a financial plan or a system uh, in place is, is often easier said than done. Um, and so a financial advisor is qualified outsider who's going to help you understand not only the technicalities of exactly what to invest in and how much, but what the behaviors are that are holding you back. Um, and it's going to actually help you put together a system that enables you to execute your plan and then also be able to play a coaching role. Um, so that you can actually overcome those moments when it gets really hard to find the motivation to stick to your long-term goals. Mm, Definitely. Well, we will be sure to be disciplined, especially in this uh, um, interesting uh, economic climate that we're experiencing at the moment, Nomi. Really appreciate your time and perspective that you've shared on making sure that we keep to the desired impact of making better investment decisions. Thank you again for your time. Catch the podcast on Kaya 959.co.za.